previously on Omen. What's the first rule of Australian fire logic? Don't talk about Australian fire logic. Heck yeah! Opal comes crashing through the trees and slams into the side of the ranger outpost. Dr. Macklin was doing some secret, like, on, on the side drug deals. I walk over to Bob and I say, Bob. Yeah? Do you have some secret talents you haven't told us about? Well, an ice cream man. And he brings out his scooper. The dragon looks at all of you and it bows. You hear in your ears. Thank you. Oh shit. We're trying to get the uh, innocent folk off this island so they don't get hurt. Do you wish for me to go get them and take them somewhere? Uh, there's a submarine on the northeast side of the island. Could you get them over there? I can do this for you, Annabelle. It is the least I can do. I will see you all very soon, children of the first men. Farewell, and be careful around my brethren. What will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode of Omen. So Opal flies off into the sky and she's going to go back to the visitor center and she's going to go to the bunker and pick up all the people and bring them to safety. Gigi is with us, right? Gigi is with you, yeah. She is astounded right now. Did you know about this? No. You, so you're telling me you, you got people to raise dragons uh, from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't know that they were they were fully sentient and you were enslaving them. No, I had absolutely no idea. I, I mean, the, the, there were scriptures and stuff of the ancient elven ones of, of, of dragons, but I, I didn't believe any of them. You know, this is against like so many laws, right? This is all very legal. If you say that it's a prison, say that the dog that the dragons committed crimes. That is true. All these dragons are technically criminals. You look in their eyes. Their eyes are those of killers. Don't help the guy. This is Koala, you're so smart. How are you going so are you so intelligent? Remind me when we get back to the bunker to talk to Karazapolos, because I'm sure we could get some legal funding if we call it the prison. I I, I don't focus on the paperwork. I, I focus on the big vision. I'm a visionary kind of person. I an 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 idea person. Yeah. I, 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 I love someone with good ideas. Thank you, Koala. You're always very nice. I am. Oh. I smile at everyone present. How do they feel about it? Kane is uncomfortable and goes white again. Gigi is still looking at your arms. <laughs> Fatima, Bob, Gerald, Gerald, and Penny are all entranced. Yeah, they 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 they, they love these heroes. Speaking of heroism, uh, do we have a, a clear path? I assume we now have a clear path to the submarine. You don't exactly have a clear path to the submarine. Um, you need to make your way through the gate to your north to get to the submarine and to do that you are going to have to pass through and i will reveal this now the white dragon exhibit uh excuse me that's blue that's a white dragon i have an art degree and that's blue <laughs> that that's very clearly blue yeah because ice is ice is bluey you know 
it's got a bit of blue to it. But everything else about the image is also blue. Yeah. Your face is blue. Yes, because I'm holding my breath waiting for you to realize that this is a blue picture. <laughs> it's. It might be blue. It might feel like it's blue, but it is not blue. Uh color picker that I can preview with. No, stop it. Don't do that. It's blue. <laughs> it, okay. It's it's a it's a white dragon, however, the, 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 the blue from the sky is reflecting off the ice, which is giving it a bluish hue. Saved it. There we go. Mm. Yeah. I want you to roll to to, to, try to convince <laughs> right. us. Okay, what you what do I have to roll? Roll two D sixes. Roll two D six. You got a three. No. <laughs> Absolute failure. None of us believe you. Okay, you don't have to believe me. I'm the GM. It's fine. Do you want to make your way to the White Dragon exhibit? Absolutely. Yep, that's that was our original plan, right? Yep. Unfortunately. Yep. You make your way to the entrance of the White Dragon exhibit. You, you are now walking up mountainside at this point, so it is a little bit perilous up here. Um, and because of that, you're going to all take minus one to every roll you do whilst you're up on top of this mountain. Okay. Oh, huh. Okay. Uh, just because it's it's getting snowy, it's getting slippery, it's getting it's getting dangerous. It's difficult to focus on stuff because everything's like getting kind of unpleasant. My highest roll today is seven. Yeah, you're not gonna have a good time. No. Uh, <laughs> because of the thing that you know I have, can that be counteracted? Um. I don't get cold. You don't get cold, so therefore I'm gonna say that anything that you can do to yourself is not gonna be a problem, but anything to do with anything else will be a problem because of the snow making it very difficult to see. Is he just technically a zombie? No. Is he a spirit possessing a dead body? I have saved my um, part privates from the cold vacuum of space, <laughs> depending on how you feel about that. <laughs> oh God. You make your way up to the gates, and these gates are exceptionally large compared with the gates that were holding Opal. Uh, the walls of this exhibit are far larger, and the um, electricity running through it is far higher in voltage. The gates are reinforced with concrete and rebar. What do you want to do? Do you want to open it up, or do you want to have a look through before you go in? Let's go right through. Okay. What can go wrong? Yep. Martin goes up to the gate tries a couple of the cards, eventually one of the cards works, and you make your way into the exhibit, where you hear a roaring sound in the far distance. Neat, that doesn't scare me at all. Yeah, we've heard a lot of roaring today. You are now surrounded by sheer rocks and crags, uh, and the way across the mountain is not fully clear, so I'm gonna say that you're gonna have to... To do anything up here, you're going to have to um, act under pressure. Damn. Some intense conditions, huh? You guys chose to go through the middle of the mountain. Oh. Kane did say, don't go through the middle of the mountain. You guys. You guys. Koala chose it. That's true. Do you want to try and find the um, dragons, or do you want to try and avoid them? Or do you want to try and set up this trap? How are you going to set up a trap? You don't actually have any items, really, other than Fatima, <laughs> Bob, Gerald, Gerald, and Penny. Not that they're items. Right. But they would be delicious if you want to use them that way. Hey, do any of you have skills that would help us uh, get through this mountain and or prepare to be attacked by a group of quite angry dragons? Gerald comes up to you and goes, I may know something. Which Gerald? Gerald the author. Okay. Tell, tell us what you know about. I wrote a book and it was called A Chant 
of cold. Wait, you wrote warmth. a chant of cold and what? what's his face? I did. Yeah, I wrote a chant of cold and warmth. You wrote a chant of cold and warmth? Holy crap! That's me. Oh my god. Yeah. You are like my- I'm Gerald Gertrude Martin. Yes, that, of course. That's why I like you because we share a name. Yeah, Gigi Martin. Gigi <laughs> <laughs> goes like, Yes, hello. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I, I wrote that book and I I, I, I didn't realize that anyone here had read it. Are you kidding me? I've been a fan of yours since I, like, since you started writing. Really? Yeah. What was your favorite book? Uh, I liked the one where uh, the guy went to Hawaii but lost his underwear. Oh. Uh, the title is slipping my, my mind right now. Oh, it was called Slipping My Mind because the pants were slipping down. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, Slipping My Mind. It was one of, one of my favorites. I, uh, my favorite one was the one uh, where the dragon ate a man. Nah, that's too real for me. I don't but sorry, I sorry. I, I'll stop. I'll stop being fanboying. Uh, uh, it's fine. Uh, so so I, I I actually worked with some Himalayan Sherpas in getting across a mountain to to help um, flesh out my book, um, a chant of cold and warmth. Yeah. So I know roughly how to read these rocks and get through them. So if you follow me, we should be fine. Uh, okay, follow I, the rider. I would. Uh... I would follow you anywhere. He goes to, uh, he, he starts walking and you will follow him. Um, he goes up to Annabelle at one point. He goes, Annabelle, I've been uh, wanting to uh, consider writing your um, your memoirs. Uh, would you be interested in a book deal? Uh, oh, gosh. Would you look at that? Is that a dragon I see? Oh, yep. That's dragon right over there. See it? Yep. And you are indeed right. Uh, through the blizzard. Thanks for conjuring a dragon. You're welcome. You see a what looks like a dragon that might be a white dragon. It's somewhat blue for some reason, um, and it is currently like sticking its head out of its cave, uh, looking around. And Gerald then pushes himself against a rock and goes, "Quick, everyone, hide!" Yeah, I, I hide. Yes, good. So let me tell you what I want to do, and you tell me whether it'd be better for me to hide. <laughs> what I want okay. to do, given the bluish hue, is do a roll across the snow, a stealthy combat roll. Right. Get real close to the dragon and try to snort it, given what I've heard of the hallucinogenic properties of a blue dragon. Oh. Because I believe it will give me affinity with the dragon, and then we'll be able to communicate. I mean, you never asked what the actual properties of the... Um... <laughs> scales of the blue dragons were but okay well no kane told us that they were hallucinogenic well so you know it, it, he, he said they were hallucinogenic but he didn't necessarily say what you will hallucinate mm -hmm. so yeah feel free to um i'd say this would be i guess kick some is it kick some ass or would it be yeah i'm, ki I'm kicking my own ass across the snow <laughs> and then kicking the ass of my brain there's a lot of ass kicking going on there's lots of asses in this situation yes Go on then. Um, it's either that or it's act under pressure. I guess it would be. That's an eleven. That's an eleven. Okay. Describe what you do. Okay. So, uh, Gerald says, "Quick hide." Yeah. Everyone smushes themselves against a rock. Yes. I drop to the ground, and then I begin to roll horizontally in these very obvious circles towards the dragon, kind of like Hercule Jerkily. Um, mm -hmm. Just kind of less like, 
at a certain point, I start getting caught in the snow drifts caused by, you know, buildup of snow, and I'm just kind of jerking across the ground. And uh, ultimately, I, I believe in the process, I imitate uh, the, the white dragon's, like, natural, uh, I think what you would call sort of like a neutral neighbor, mm -hmm. which is the uh, snow worm. <laughs> W-Y-R-M and it's like oh yeah. this is this is a normal piece of my habitat and then I spring up and I just snort it and then I'm looking it right in the eyes okay which is not which is somewhat less a less typical snow worm behavior but might be within the realm of reason perhaps I've just done a faux pas uh, like you know trimming the tree hanging over my property that's Actually, you're legally allowed to do that. Huh? You're legally allowed to do that. Oh, rad. Then I haven't done any faux pas at all. I'm no. emboldened by, yeah, by, no, you... by, by legal uh, precedent. I found this out recently. You are illegally allowed to trim trees that are overhanging your property because it's considered dealing with a nuisance. Reddit's favorite subject, tree law. Yeah, tree law. I'm going to roll a d10 uh, to see what happens here. Uh, right. Okay. You rolled across the ground. Four. Yeah, you rolled across the ground, uh, and I was going to do something different if it was an odd. And you caked yourself in a lot of white snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dragon looks at you, and it doesn't see you as a snow worm. It sees you as an egg. Ah. Uh... <laughs> the dragon uh... picks you up and takes you into its cave. I just wave at them in the dragon's mouth as I disappear into the cave. And it puts you down inside the cave and it sort of sits around you. Hello everyone, it's Sean, and this is the mid-roll Chatty Times with me, your host, me. The one who does the GMing in this podcast. Today I wanted to say hello to all our new listeners from the Blazeball community. We recently sponsored a blessing on blazeball.com. I am a massive fan of Blazeball. I've been supporting it since season two, I think. I'm personally a massive fan of the Hellmouth Sunbeams and I've supported them ever since I first got into Blazeball. And I'm really, really happy with how they're doing this season. They seem to be doing incredibly well. We managed to sponsor a blessing as part of season 10 of Blazeball. We created a blessing called Dr. Smedley's Umpire Cream. And when I talked to Smedley earlier, he told me, and I quote, Hello, it's me, Dr. Smedley. I'm pleased to announce that the umpire cream was a complete success. It was a topical cream of my own design that would prevent incinerations. It turns out when some of the players are playing blazeball, an aggressive entity known as a rogue umpire will come onto the pitch, and it will incinerate them. Luckily, this cream manages to stop that. I'm quite happy with it, and I'm sure that the tigers who won it are happy with it too. Smedley out. From what I can tell, it was a really popular blessing. <laughs> Loads of people voted for it because it stops your players from being destroyed. So thank you all for voting for that. And I want to thank a bunch of people on the Omen Discord server for helping donate towards actually being able to pay for that blessing. So without further ado, I'm going to say thank you to Bob the Furby, Jake, Robin McFarland, and Sofa Bear. Thank you all for your donations. It made it so much easier to be able to pay for it. It was amazing to see a bunch of new people come to the website and listen to the podcast. I've been looking at the analytics and going, wow, this is really great. We've actually got new people listening and enjoying what we've made. This is a quick reminder that we also have a Patreon. Uh, it is patreon.com forward slash omencast. 
I want to thank Michael Sutheran for supporting the podcast. Somehow, someway, I managed to forget to shout them out when they first actually joined the Patreon, and they've just been sitting there in my inbox for ages. So I'm very sorry about that, but thank you for supporting us when you did. And thank you to everyone else who still contributes to the Patreon. We've been using money for things like The Blessing, for paying for hosting, for new music and art for the show, and all of it goes back towards the podcast. We don't give any to ourselves, it's always to try and make the podcast better. Today's adverts come from Infinite Deer and Goblets and Gaze. I decided to put two in today because Infinite Deer's one's quite short. I've also done a little bit of censoring on the Infinite Deer one because there's a word in there I'm not so keen on, but I would say check them both out and say that Omen sent you. Leave them a comment saying Omen sent you. I'd love to be able to say that, yeah, we did that. We've got a fan now because we made you listen to it. That'd be great. So here we go. Please enjoy the advertisements. Hello, David Attenborough here. Because you c**ts are destroying the natural world, sometimes I like to disappear into a fantasy world. A D&D podcast. We are Infinite Deer. Find us on iTunes or any other podcast download platform. See you later. Have you ever wanted a podcast that tackles the hard questions? Like, why do wizards wear those pointy hats? Is it morally okay to burn your name into a table? Is there a difference between dead and never waking up? Well, if you've ever wanted to know the answers to any of these questions, then I have a podcast for you. We are Goblets and Gaze, a bi-weekly Pathfinder 2E podcast. Join our cast of an angsty barbarian, a pyromaniac goblin, a girl whose family loved astrology a little too much, a cultist, and a hot topic reject as they journey to a lost city and try to keep a twink alive. Follow us all on your social media at Goblets and Gaze, join our Discord as well, and we hope to see you out there. Goodbye. Thank you everyone for listening to those, and thank you for continuing to listen to Omen. We're nothing without your support, your tweets and your reviews go a long way, so if you haven't tweeted about the show in a while, consider it, because it will help drive word of mouth and bring people to the show to listen to it. Now let's get back to the mountain and see what happens to Koala, who is an egg now, apparently. <laughs> Nelson's weird. Anyway, have fun. Bye. So do we go to the submarine, guys? <laughs> Martin, you you take him all to the submarine. I'll go deal with that, I guess. He just let himself be, like, you know, he's probably eaten by now. I don't think you need to go over there. It's probably fine. I mean... I haven't been eaten! Echoes from within the chamber. <laughs> I'll be fine. He may not be fine. I'll be fine. I can meet you there real fast. Bye. Yeah, okay. Well, it's there's a lot less paperwork if we arrest him instead of killing him, so I guess... I didn't say we were going to kill him. No, but the dragon might. That would be a lucky coincidence. I mean, this is a hazard of the job. Just save him, please. Alright. Annabelle doesn't roll. <laughs> Just trudges up to the uh, front of the cavern cave thing. And like a knocks gently on the side. Okay. Hello. Meanwhile, I guess Martin and the rest of the team are gonna run off and try and get out of dodge. Yeah, if the dragon's distracted by its new egg, why not? Okay, I'm gonna say you guys head off, um, and Annabelle is standing at the front of the cave, and you do the knock. Koala, you are inside, and the white dragon it bolts upright when the knock 
occurs um, and you are behind it now and the white dragon starts to walk towards the front of the cave. Do I feel sort of like a oh, this dragon's totally going to eat Annabelle vibe? Yeah, um, it, the the dragon doesn't seem like it's placid. It look, When you were picked up in its mouth, you definitely could hear the electrical zappies of a slightly broken mind control chip. Gotcha. Sure wish I had given you my remote before you decided to go get eaten. <laughs> I'm going to roll to use magic, and before Annabelle can see this creature come out of the cave, uh, I want to try to take a dragon's face. Okay. That's a big fucking face. That is a big face. I do have some faces in my bag from last time. Do you have any faces in your bag? He does. He just uh, lied to us about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you do. Okay. So how do you want to do this? Which move are you going to use? I'm going to use my void crowbar. Okay. Which is three plus harm, hand, messy, loud, magic, heavy, (laughs) and has another thing, which we aren't going to talk about right now. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of want to, as it gets up from me, I want to sort of walk up next to it. Maybe I'll coo like, grr, grr, like, like a dragon egg. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then I just sort of like suddenly like whip out my crowbar, slam it into one of the convenient spikes on the side of its head, and try to just like rip off its face. Okay, roll full kick some ass. Okay. Ah, shoot. Sorry. Do that is blah blah. Keeps falling off the table. Okay, that's that. Okay, that is eleven. Uh-huh. Eleven. Okay. Uh, you jam the void crowbar into the side of its head. Um, as it's looking down at you, as if it is your parent, you see a look of shock and sadness in its eyes, a look of betrayal. I whisper, "I never liked family dinners, Dad." As I tear off its face. You rip off its entire face and it then... I just want to point out, by the way, this is good to know for the future. Yeah. On a 7+, plus, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. Ah. Wait, wait, so if you hurt something, it also hurts you? Yes, it it takes a toll on you to go fighting. The hope is that you hurt them more than they hurt you. I see. But one of the 10 pluses is suffer less harm. Yeah. So... Yeah, do you, you want to suffer less harm it. in this case, or what do you want? What what the other options? How much harm do would I take from an eleven? On a on a plus on a ten plus, choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage. Uh, take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm plus one harm. You suffer less harm minus one harm, or you force them where you want them. I think, I don't think Qualis took. Let's um, let's have them where I want them. I take off. I take off its face. Uh and do it in such a way that uh, I'm, I'm stuffing its face into the bag so that <laughs> Annabelle can't see it, and it is collapsing to the ground, and I kind of just go like, hey, I took care of it, I'm ready, I'm ready to come. Don't, don't worry, no need to come inside. I'm coming to you. The dragon is on the floor sort of panting and, and, and breathing very shallowly. Do I notice this? Uh, you can read a bad situation. Okay, yeah, this is a very bad situation. Koala's looking particularly dragon blood covered. Oh, I got a nan! Okay, you get to choose one of the following. So what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? Uh, what's the biggest threat? Uh, the biggest threat is... Um, Koala. 
Clark, no. <laughs> um, I would say the biggest threat is the dragon on the ground still. Funniest thing happened on the way back from the cave. Uh, the, the dragon tripped and fell, and we should probably escape while it is on the ground uh, in less of a position to harm us. We can't just leave it hurt there. They're... How do you know it's hurt? Because I got ears. Maybe it was exercising. I don't know. All I know is it picked me up. It was like, you're my baby. And then it was uh, like, oh no. And then it fell on the ground. Um, maybe it just hasn't exercised in a while. It's not used to humanity. Maybe it's nervous for its opening day. Who can tell why a dragon would collapse onto the ground in a pool of its own blood? What's important is that we... Uh, wait, wait, a pool of its own blood? What? Well, some of my blood is probably in there. The important thing is that we make sure that Penny and that Gigi and that Martin and that everyone else that is in our charge gets off the island. Yeah, yeah, no, Martin's got it. Um, well, I'm gonna go check on the poor dragon. D don't, don't check on the dragon, please. Uh, no, I'm, I think I'm, Re I think I'm gonna go check on the dragon. Really not necessary to uh, check on the dragon. I'm gonna start pushing past the koala. Go, uh, check on the dragon. Okay. I, I can't I can't stop her, but I'm just gonna be like, listen, you don't need to check in on that dragon. That dragon is bad. If it hurt itself on well exercise and it's probably out of electrolytes, um got some gatorade. Why would you get electrolytes? It will just hurt. burn us. Uh, we, we'd have to I, get the back the ice cream scoop, man. We don't have an ice cream scoop. I call down the cave. Annabelle, you head into the cave, um, Koala's still standing at the mouth of it, uh, and you go down there and you see the ice dragon lying on its side, breathing heavily, and its face has been ripped off. Uh, I don't... I don't think they're supposed to look like that. <laughs> Strenuous exercise is dangerous! I'm gonna lay on hands. Okay. Dragon's face. I'm, not, I'm gonna touch it. I'm gonna touch that face. You head up to the dragon. Uh, it kind of snarls at you initially. It's um, it looks like it, it'll attack you if you get too close right now. I've got trust me, and I got soothe. Do dragons count as people? <laughs> uh, dragons are intelligent. They're, they're sentient, so yeah, I guess they count oh, as people. I'm gonna use soothe because I don't have to roll for that one. Okay. <laughs> hey, I can help you. It's gonna be okay. Just let me, let me heal you. Okay. You head over to it, and it initially is worried, but it calms itself down, and you do lay on hands. That's a nine, so it succeeds, but I'm now hurt. Okay. Oh. What? Um, you can heal the harm or illness as a 10+, plus, but you take it onto yourself. <laughs> that is the exact wording. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> um, this is very bad. So, you know Prince Zuko from Avatar? Yeah. Annabelle, um, you heal this creature, but as it gets up... <laughs> It thrashes out its wings, and your face gets caught, and you get a really gnarly scar down one of your eyes, and it's bleeding everywhere. Oh, no. Biblical words. <laughs> it's good for PR. Take one harm from this. Okay. She, he, it, it's okay. They're okay. 
it heads towards the entrance of the cave, and it is angry. Annabelle, are you okay? Uh, yeah, but you're not. As you say, Annabelle, are you okay? The dragon comes out and it knocks you back flat on your feet, and it comes around and it snarls at you. I want to headbutt it. <laughs> okay, go for it. This is an, the Aussie good night. This is uh, the Aussie good night. That is a nine. So that's three plus harm, and it smashes on the okay. creature, and that's a special move. As it comes towards you and it tries to freeze you with its blasty breath, you <laughs> headbutt it and you knock it clean out. Cool! Uh, Annabelle, what are you doing? Are there uh, any reflective surfaces in the uh, cavern that I can see myself in, in this icy cave? There's some icy walls, okay. yeah. There's absolutely some of those sort of movie-style icy walls where you they're perfectly reflective enough. I'm gonna touch my new badass scar. Yep. And then head out of the cave and... Uh, Find the ice dragon. Knocked out. Ben. Um, what did you do? What did you do? What happened to your face? Are you okay? You can't just ask somebody about their face like that. Not with your history. How is your family? Fine. Uh, How's your face? Gonna... <laughs> what happened to your face? What What happened to the dragon's face? Huh? What happened to its face? I headbutted it so that it couldn't kill us. Uh-huh. All right. Um, it is a sentient creature. I respect that deeply, as you know. Uh, well, while it's knocked out, I'm going to climb on top of its back and uh, try to find the uh, the implant. Okay. Oh, if she was to take out the implant, it could speak, correct? Probably, yeah. We'll find out. Uh, I need to kill it. I need to finish <laughs> yeah. it off right now. So while she's climbing up on its back, is there a way I could just like cheekily like sneak, slip in a machete and through the holes in its face. What? Through its jugular or something. Yeah. You roll to kick some ass. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna get Annabelle to read a bad situation. I got a seven, but um, I'm spending luck because fuck that. So that's a 12. I got an 11. Wait, how do you get luck? How much luck do you start with? You start with uh, all the luck. Uh, you start with all the luck, yeah. You, you have uh, the ability to use luck Let's see, uh, seven times, which makes sense. I will remove one of my luck to also be at 12 and not be found out. But when you, when you get to, just so you know, mm -hmm. uh, when you run out of luck, you are doomed and your character is, well, doomed and you are going to die. Oh, yeah. I, I, I haven't been using luck at all, pretty much. I love when bad things happen to me, but this is a situation where, uh, I feel like if Annabelle were to discover more, she mm -hmm. uh, might not trust me anymore as a friend, and that would hurt me. Yeah, okay. Okay. Annabelle, what did you do? Do you want to roll luck as well? What did you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, I, I used my luck also. You're burning a luck as so, well. Um, oh, God, what do I do yeah. here then? What do I, I do don't here? Know. <laughs> what? How I do I do know. this? Wait, wait. I said I spend luck before he said he spend luck. Oh. I'm I was spending <laughs> luck in reaction to the luck spending. Why don't you spend some luck, Mark? Well, I'm not even there. PVP. It's done. <laughs> I, I, I really hope we aren't doing PvP because I don't want to fight you. I just want to make sure that uh, the dragon can't tell you what's happened. This is still technically player versus player. Is it technically? Yeah. 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 This is player we're, versus player. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not hitting each other, but we're damaging what each other. We're damaging our friendship, is what you're saying. Nah. What, what kind of roles are they doing? So one of them rolled kick some ass uh -huh. to stab the dragon. To make sure it didn't uh -huh. didn't speak about what's going on. If, if the dragon's not fighting back, it's knocked out. It's, uh, yeah, it's acting under pressure. That's fine. They've still burnt luck. But, but yeah, sorry, I'm nitpicking. 
So yes. the way I'm going to play this is Annabelle. Yes. You climb onto its back and you remove the chip. Meanwhile, at the same time, Koala, you are beside it, drawing your machete, ready to plunge your like machete into the side of the dragon in order to shut it up forever. Because plunge it is a harsh word. Plunge I is a harsh term, word. I prefer the term uh, tickle. Gonna 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 tickle some gray matter with my machete. Give it a little bit of a jiggle inside. A brain wiggle. Can we go back to plunge. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Either one is. I, mean, I think. I feel like tickle is more of a sort of creepy, cute kind of way of saying yeah. it. it. It's. It's. It's a. I'm trying to think like what would be like the British way of referring it to be like a pop and a jiggle, yeah. Um, pop and a jiggle. <laughs> pop and a jiggle. Just, just a whack and a thwack then. Uh, but I, as my character is Australian and I can't use that sort of uh, verbiage. Um, Despite the pitch perfect accent and question, uh, okay, we can go with plunge. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go with ins. Well, insert insert the machete. Tactical insertion. Tactical insertion of the machete into the side of the dragon. We don't have to talk about where. Just it's in, it's this the machete is being inserted. Mm. That's the important bit. You both burned luck, so both of your things kind of have to happen. And so Annabelle, what was your like desire to? heal the dragon what was what was your reasoning behind it what did you think it would do undo some of the the damage of the chip mm -hmm. okay uh and koala what was your what, what why did you decide to um machete this thing and ban a luck point let's be honest here i'm i'm trying to establish a new reputation i'm a new man yes. who's doing the exact same things if not worse than the old man <laughs> And to go along this course of action, if she heals the dragon, if it says or suggests anything, um, they won't believe that I'm a new person anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. They don't seem to believe it very much now. <laughs> and every every second, she, she it's it's like in slow motion. I'm watching her begin to put her effective healing hands on this dragon, and I am. I'm terrified of, of of what they'll think of me um, when slash if uh, this comes to pass. Annabelle, as you lay your hands on this dragon to heal it, you start to feel the dragon heating up. And Koala, as you, what we're saying, insert? As you insert <laughs> the machete into the dragon, the machete seems to pass through thin air. And Annabelle, you find yourself falling to the ground and you land in the snow. I insert my machete into a different place, my holster, and I offer my hand like, oh man, what? Dang, that can't trust them dragons. How you doing down there, Annabelle? Uh, what happened? And I'm gonna leave you two there, both bewildered and confused on top of the mountain until our next episode. I'll see you all next time. Bye.
The Omen podcast is powered by Monster of the Week. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N-Cast, and who knows, maybe we'll name a character after you. Please spread the word about the podcast, every new fan helps. Consider joining our Discord, links are on the Twitter, and if you really like us, consider supporting us on Patreon. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.